0: welcome to the super Speedway welcome to episode 197 of the Super Speedway podcast recorded Tuesday June 1st 2021 I'm your host Eric young and I am joined as always by my co-host James Cush James how's it going good man good we uh had a long weekend we
1: are back at it it's, yeah. it feels like a Monday but it's actually a Tuesday so right. It's time to record. I guess it feels
0: like Tuesday for me because I worked all day yesterday. So
1: ah, there you go. Yep, yep. I did not. Um, <laughs> one of the lazy many Americans that uh, did not. So,
0: but yeah, I work in the newspaper industry, so Memorial Day is a work day.
1: Well, when you have kids, every day is a work day. I feel like that's so.
0: true. That's true.
1: <laughs> yes,
0: I'm taking yep. Friday off though, so oh, I get perfect. I get my day still.
1: There you go. Perfect. See, it all comes around.
0: Yeah, uh, <laughs> you know who didn't take uh, Sunday off, James. Kyle Larson. Kyle Larson did not. Rick Ooh. Hendrick did not.
1: No, they did not. I thought they were gonna top forward again there for a little while. Yeah,
0: if it wasn't for uh if it wasn't for all
1: KFB being the spoiler K-F-B.
0: on that one. Yeah,
1: no kidding. He must have <laughs> been so frustrated. Can you imagine being inside that dude's helmet when he uh, was good
0: though? I loved the interview with him. I like when good. they asked him what uh what he'd have to do to beat him, and he says, I'll have to wreck him.
1: <laughs> yeah, he was yeah, he behaved himself Yeah. So.
0: Yeah, that was good. Kyle (laughs) Busch in a good mood is the only thing scarier than Kyle Busch in a bad mood.
1: Yeah, it's like, what's going on with that dude? He's in a good mood.
0: Yeah. Uh, So I didn't pull up the stats from Martin Truex domination of this race a couple years ago, but 327 laps led of 400. Uh, He won all four stages, right? He won all four stages on the biggest points day of the season. Yeah, Um,
1: he maxed out. Basically, he got two races worth of points. Uh, he ended up with seventy total points because he maxed out. So, yeah, Amazing. I
0: mean, there was there was no the only question in this race was, is he going to screw himself over?
1: Well, we needed a late caution, and that's why kind of even where with I the was, late
0: caution, I don't think it would have happened.
1: I don't yeah, if it wouldn't have yeah, been him. Yeah, no kidding. I think the uh, maybe you could have said Chase Elliott or, or William Byron may have had a shot at him in a in a i guess a late restart but yeah kyle larson never so this is his first race win over 400 miles and uh did it in a big way i mean no nobody had a chance it was uh, i mean i you know the coke 600 seems to have become who's gonna blow this thing out and it's it's uh this it was kyle larson's turn i think we think we kind of knew that going in he was gonna be a problem
0: yeah yeah, I mean it's not a surprise, but it is because Larson historically has not won the races he's dominated. Yeah. Uh, but he certainly got it done this weekend.
1: Yeah, that team's settling in, uh, they're settling in a nice little groove here. That's you know, of course, he we all know that you know Fox did the stats on four second place finishes, or excuse me, three second place finishes in a row, heading into a fourth race, uh, which he's done before and won. So right um, kind of writing was on the wall. He was gonna,
0: <laughs> gonna get her done on Sunday. So this is a 600 mile race, 400 laps. There were three drivers with double digit or at least double digit laps led. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Kyle <laughs> yep. Larson leads 327. Chase Elliott leads 22. And William Byron leads 19.
1: Thanks for the uh, pit strategy. We had a couple other guys lead some laps, but that was, uh yeah, that yeah. was it. Yeah. He, uh, He's over a thousand laps led for the season already. Um, I believe that's a career high. I believe it I is as well.
0: I think you're right. Yeah.
1: We were, yeah, we were talking about that earlier. Oh yeah. It's, it's almost a career high 2017. So he's almost matched his entire 2017. He's, a, he's 200 laps short. So um, yeah, he's, <laughs> he's in another stratosphere right now. So an interesting
0: stat that I heard on Sirius uh, today or yesterday, this is only the second time in Kyle Larson's career that he's had a multi-win cup series season. Yep
1: yep looking at that's that right now as well so yeah and that season two in 2017 he had 20 top 10 totals that's his career high he's uh half of that right now that was the year he got three wins right four yeah he had four, four wins, wins that right. year yep yep he remember he won richmond late and yep. um and we thought maybe he had a chance at the title that year and then he you know 20, 2018 was a mess but uh, right? <laughs> <laughs> well i guess you know 2020 was was a bigger mess
0: 2020 was a little messier <laughs> a little messier
1: yeah but um yeah after that man he's uh you know, Eric, we were talking earlier this week, um, in our, in our group chat, uh, you know, Kyle Larson's that one guy that we all said, man, if we just get him a good ride, yeah, he look at, watch what he can do. And but we've
0: said that about other guys and it's like, never come to fruition, but exactly. it is coming to fruition with him.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes, sir. Yeah. It's, um, this was a culmination of, you know, he had the best piece all day. Look out. It's <laughs> nobody else had a shot. I mean, you know, it was just, it was him all day. And every time we head to a uh, you know, a 1.5 miler or a two miler here. It's uh, you know he's gonna have to be on your board as
0: the guy. Is to this be. is this a little bit of vindication for those of us, James? That I mean, you and I were really high on Kyle Larson, really thought that he was the next big thing, and he didn't perform at that level in the ganassi car and we both started doubting him is this vindication that we weren't wrong
1: no i i think you're right yeah this was uh you know there's a lot of he can't close he can't close i know he's dealing with some of that this year um but man when you give him you know just look at him race these cars it's just you can just see it's he's in another stratosphere right now he's um you know, he's not struggling for speed. He's got all the speed he could ever want right now. Right. And, and it's just, you've, you've given the best wheelman in the sport, the, the best bullet, and mm-hmm. he's, he's making the most of it. I, and I know he's this, this team's this seems young, Eric, you know, we, yeah. <laughs> we got to remember that they are, they are still getting to know each other and heading to tracks for the first time together. So yeah. um, for him to already have two wins in the bank and, you know, looking like a world beater, um, is, is, is only, you know, they're going to be going to tracks for a second time here. Uh, right. this, this, this thing could snowball at any minute, but that,
0: here's you know. the thing he's, you know, we, we always like to pick the last guy to win as our favorite for the championship, but we're going to a championship race. That isn't a mile and a half track.
1: That's right. Yep. So.
0: It's, you know, there's a lot left to, left to race for yet.
1: And, you know, I wonder too, Eric, we've, we've kind of seen some of these teams picking and choosing what tracks they're focusing on. Uh, like Penske is a great example here. They were nowhere to be found in this race and I don't think they care. Yep. I, they have their plan and they're going to do it. And, you know, watching Brad Kozlowski stretch out the fuel mileage again, you know, it's like, what are you guys
0: doing? But, these teams are yeah, all, I don't, I don't, I know they've got to be th- they got to be thinking something, but I don't know what it is.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and what I think is going on here, Eric, it's almost like these teams, it's kind of like home court or home, you know, like home ice in hockey, mm-hmm. right? You, you go to a mile and a half track. That's Hendrick home ice right now. These guys, they yeah. own it. Um, You know, home, home field advantage. This is their playground. Uh, You know, I feel that way. Um, You know, on, on some of the shorter you know some of the other tracks like penske's definitely in the 750 package world that's all they're focusing on so i, I just kind of wonder you know well, where, where where teams are trying to navigate their way to the championship well
0: and you mentioned that that concentrating on certain tracks um martin Truex jr is a great example yes. they were terrible last year at phoenix and yes. they they were talking on serious this week that they went right and started working on the phoenix setup. Yep. Throughout the off season, they came back there and they won that race earlier this yep. season. They are all in for Phoenix to be able to be the top dog in the yep. fall.
1: And he was, and a racetrack that we thought he'd come in and dominate. Didn't, yeah. it was never a factor was, no. was never a factor all day, 17th place all day. And then he lost the tire and that was the end of it.
0: Right. So yeah, you, but you I mean, if see you, these. if you look at the, the 10 races now, there's a lot less emphasis on those mile and a half tracks now. Yep. So it yep. makes sense to focus less on them
1: yeah yeah and if you're Hendrick motorsports, it's an opportunity for you to build points, build some you know I, I mean Mr. Hendrick likes to win obviously he's the most winning uh, owner of all time, which we'll get to yeah uh, but you know this is this is just kind of interesting to watch how these teams are kind of paving their own path to the championship a little bit yeah if um, you
0: look at the last 10 races, every round has at least one 750 package race in it yes so and you know the first round is all 750 yep and then the second round only has one 550 I mean it the only round that has two of them in it is is the second to last yeah so I mean yeah it makes sense to not focus on the 550 package right now
1: yeah yeah it's just something that I think you know Eric I think this is something for us to watch moving forward through the rest of the season because it's just starting to become more and more clear what's going on here. Right. Um, you know, Dover, Dover has no correlation to anything that's going to be happening with the championship. And you saw Hendrick Motorsports go out there and and just take that race. Yeah. Uh so you know, I, I just I have a feeling we're going to start seeing uh some of this playing out a little bit more. You know, what are we going to see at Michigan? Is that going to be another Hendrick day? Um, you know, the the road courses obviously we know Chase Elliott's really good there, but are some teams putting you know, Stuart, let's, let's use Stuart Haas as an example. Kevin Harvick's great at Sonoma. We know Chase Mm -hmm. Briscoe can run uh, on the road courses. Are they putting a ton of resources into a road course package to be able to get themselves, you know, either locked into the playoffs or get some playoff points in in Kevin Harvick's instance.
0: Right. I'm going to make a point here in a couple of minutes about one of the reasons that I feel that the Coca-Cola 600 has lost its luster and that's the lack of equipment failures, but before we get to that, let's talk about two equipment failures. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, the belt's breaking on Ross Chastain and Kurt Bush's cars, both yeah. cars 37th and 38th, dead last on the field. Uh, you know, it felt like a weekend of vindication to me, James, because you got Kyle Larson, who got booted from Chip Ganassi, gets the win, while yeah, the two Ganassi didn't even cars. Think about that. You know, That's the two Nancy cars finished dead last in the field. You got Elio Castroneves who gets basically the boot, the cold shoulder from Penske goes to yeah. Penske's track and Penske's series and wins the Indy yeah. 500. Um, it was definitely the weekend of vindication. It's,
1: it's really a really good point. I did not even think about that. And you tied all that together in a nice, pretty bow. That was really good. <laughs> really well done.
0: So what the heck? I mean, we don't, again, we don't see equipment failures like this very often. We get two, two of the exact same failures. they yeah. they come on Hendrick motor's. But doesn't happen to any of the actual Hendrick cars. So is Ganassi trying to cut a corner here with a belt or something or what the
1: heck? Something, yeah. They were trying something. Ross actually looked pretty quick. Um, yeah. During the week, but yeah, uh, he. Uh,
0: they don't go fast yeah. without that belt.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was, I was, yeah, no kidding, yeah, right? You're done. Um, I, after those two failures, I was worried for the rest of the Hendrick camp. I'm like, yeah. oh man, is this going to cost Kyle Larson another really great day? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it seemed to be just the Ganassi, Ganassi guys. Obviously, you can. Um, say what you want these guys are trying something they yep. were trying they were trying something trying to get more speed out of the car and uh bit him in the butt on the And this is the race eric too where kind of going back to what i was saying about penske like what is brad doing i know he ended up 11th but this race with that extra stage pays so many points mm-hmm. to mess around with pit strategy and um you know taking a chance on like what ganassi did whatever they were doing, I don't know what they were doing. I, I'm not in that room, but to, to miss out on points, opportunities, especially like Kurt Bush was in the thick of a playoff battle. Uh, He lost a ton of points. Right. he could have had, I mean, only scoring one point in the, in the biggest race, you know, of the season where you can get points. I mean, Eric, he lost 69 points to Kyle Larson today. Um, You know, th- looking up the board, I mean, I, so many guys are above 40 on the day. It's, it's a really rough day to lose points.
0: Well, and here's the thing, like, I don't, I don't expect a team ever to just phone it in. But when you've got a weekend like this, where, I mean, Kyle Larson dominated the weekend, you know, it was, this wasn't just, Hey, he, he won the race and dominated the race. He, he got the pole for the race. He led a lot of practice. So you go into this race and why don't you start thinking, okay, we're probably not going to beat him at the end. Let's get some stage points. Let's race for stage points throughout this race. Yes. And then let the end play how it, how it plays but yeah. I mean, there's opportunities with the, with the plays that these other guys are playing to try yep. and beat Larson to get some points. Yeah. And yeah. Pensy, like I said, like you said, just keeps going for that. They keep going for that grand slam and that the walk off home run. And yeah, it just ain't working, man. Yeah. I know. It's one not, of these it's times not... it's got to work, but damn.
1: <clears throat> right. <laughs> right. I know. I know. But you look at, um, I'm just looking at a couple of guys here. If you're thinking about guys who played this, played the point strategy really well, who's who are on the bubble. Tyler Reddick 42 points yeah. for ninth place, uh, Austin Dillon, 41 points for sixth place. Those are really they were, good days. They were, they were good, good cars. Yeah. And yeah, I expected they, them
0: to be good this weekend.
1: Yeah. But they ran in the top 10 through all three stages and yep. maximized their day where let's be honest, Richard Chill's racing, isn't going to win this race. But like you said, Eric, you go in, you get your stage points, you get the heck out of there and you have a good day. Yep. And those guys, I mean, those are race win points. 42 points i mean that's you can't ask for it much better than that and right. uh, you think about brad kozlowski who finished 11th who didn't go for stage points 26 points
0: well yeah that's, i mean let's look at kevin harvick finished 10th for, with 40 points brad Keslowski yep. finishes a position behind him with 26 but harvick yeah, got fourth exactly. and sixth in the stages
1: yeah exactly
0: i know they don't have the third stage here on nascar's official results go figure yeah i've got it here on <laughs>
1: racing i've got it here in racing reference yeah harvick only got one point in stage three but still he was up there battling um you you see the 17 car was in the was in there for points um what the hell this
0: is nascar's official report and they don't have stage three on here that
1: stage three throws the (laughs) algorithm off man that's why it wasn't in the fantasy league this week we couldn't even even get the stage points from the fantasy league so ridiculous um, but uh yeah so just an interesting day i mean i still think the coke 600 is an interesting race uh but man sometimes we've talked about domination before Eric and sometimes it just seems to be the Coke 600 every year. It's, it's dominated by somebody. And, um, you know, it was Larson's day.
0: I figured it out, James, the guy who is responsible for putting the stage three positions on the score sheet, same guy responsible for watching turn four in the truck series. Ah, uh,
1: There you go. <laughs> yep, That person does exist, right? Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, we'll get to that. Um, yeah. So James, I mean, you know, we just had a, a dominating performance not too long ago um we we kind of both said you know it's fun to watch once in a while it's something you're going to see once in a while yeah but this race seems to be so a long. dud every year <laughs> it's so long do we need to fix this race uh, or do we just say it's it's tradition right. we let's keep doing it and if we do need to fix it how do you fix it
1: you're asking me this question just to grind my gears aren't you well i have oh. i have some ideas yeah well I'd, I'd like to hear them because i you know i'm still part of a partial to let leave it as a 600 mile race i know you know it used to be a test of man and machine it's not that anymore but uh my only fix is the stages yeah because what we're dealing with here is 50 lap shootouts and it's 50 laps pit 50 laps stage end 50 laps pit 50 laps and it just keeps going yeah. throughout the entire race um well and James, would, how
0: how refreshed, I mean, I, I realized there was more that played into this and we're going to talk about the Indy 500 coming up. There was more that made the Indy 500 good than the fact that it's a pure race without gimmicks,
1: yeah, but yeah.
0: how, I mean, here was the Indy 500 that is as gimmick free as IndyCar can be. And we only had what, two cautions during the race. Yeah. Because
1: a wheel. one of them was because a wheel came off. Yeah. 500
0: yeah, mile yeah. race fastest in history but spectacular race. It's beautiful. Yeah. And then we go to the Coca-Cola 600, which is gimmick to crap. We got stage breaks. We got lucky dogs. We got all this crap to try and make it a better race. And it was a freaking snooze fest.
1: It was a snooze fest. Yeah. So I mean, is that
0: an argument to say we need to stop the gimmicks and go back to, to tradition or did, does Indy just get lucky because they put all their eggs in this one race basket because it's the only race anybody cares about all season. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, seriously <laughs> though.
1: Indy is Indy horse racing. I think I, I mentioned yeah. that in our, in our group chat. I mean, it really is. It's the
0: Kentucky Derby. I heard that um, analogy from somebody else too, just recently. So yeah,
1: that's, I mean, that's what I, I think it is, honestly. I mean, of course it's a spectacle and, and it's, you know, they're going super fast.
0: I mean, there's also been, don't, have, don't get me wrong. There's been bad Indy 500s. Oh, of course. They're not yeah. all great.
1: They're but, more bad than good Indy 500s.
0: Right. But I, I mean, think to, people...
1: People it's, being at the track. Here's the thing,
0: home. though: the Indy 500 to me is like Monaco. Monaco is a terrible Formula One race. It's pageantry, but it's awesome to watch. But yeah. that's what this race should be. It's the six hundred Coke six hundred. It's the longest yeah. race in the season. Yeah. So why is it garbage?
1: I don't know. NASCAR's <laughs> taken the military stance, which I I actually do like. That yeah. we are.
0: We use the, we use the
1: races. I a, love
0: that they come down on pit road and shut the cars off.
1: Yep. They, they acknowledge the military and I, you know, they, NASCAR sells this race. That way I've heard ads, ads for the races on podcasts that were, I mean, that was the first line in the, in the, you know, in the ad read was NASCAR saluting the military, um, which I love. I, I think we should do that as long as we want. And I, yeah. there's no, I have no, I have no issues there. And if you do, sorry. Yep. Um, But this race just lacks any sort of, it's never going to be the Indy 500. We have our Indy 500s just not on the same day. We're never right. going to be, you know, we'll, we'll beat the Indy 500 in ratings, but we'll never beat it in prestige. And is
0: this still a crown jewel event? I mean, I know it is, but is it.
1: <sighs> yeah. I mean, it is, but it's, it, that's the problem with NASCAR our crown. Some of our crown jewels are not, uh, the shiniest, <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, the, the, brickyard 400 is yeah. another example yeah, one of um, on a
0: road course this year instead of the, Oval, yeah, so <laughs> I know.
1: Yeah, I know. Uh so yeah I mean it's it's got issues um again you know maybe the new car helps too I I you know we got we got to be optimistic for the future I think with that but
0: do we um do I, we yeah. though because this race is I've been optimistic about this race so here's a question James well, What do you want to do Eric do we want to make it the Coke you know the Coke well, 1000 Before or? we get to that no I no I okay. 600 miles is is too many as it is Yes it is um but when was the last good Coca-Cola 600 I don't, you don't have to look it up, but I mean, can you remember one that was good? Not one that sticks out. I mean, the one
1: uh, I mean, last year wasn't terrible, but last year had some weird circumstances. That was the Chase Elliott pit, yeah, debacle. But uh,
0: I mean, I feel like I remember good Charlotte races, the only but ones I, I remember were, the, were the yeah, I
1: don't the only ones I remember the dominating ones, even Kyle Bush dominated one that he lost not too long ago, too. So I'm
0: sure there was a Jeff Gordon one that was good. I seen in 1994 there was the junior run out of gas but was that the 600 or the, 500? That the 500 that was the five. That was the six. no that was the 600 Was it the 600 yeah, okay. that, was, so that, that was, was that was good Okay 20 2011 was
1: good that was 2011 I remember that Okay one. um but yeah, do you remember like Jimmy Johnson? That's the thing. Jimmy yeah, Johnson Jimmy
0: just made this place's well he bitch he ruined years.
1: Exactly. He ruined a lot of places. <laughs> um, so
0: Jimmy uh, Johnson yeah. ruined people want to blame the car of tomorrow for NASCAR's downfall. Jimmy Johnson is the reason for NASCAR's Jimmy, downfall.
1: Jimmy Johnson Chad canals killed NASCAR. <laughs> God. Uh, so on the podcast. No, um but <laughs> Yeah, there's not been many good Coke 600s. Well, Chad Kanaus
0: is still killing NASCAR, James. Now he's, he's just doing it with four cars instead of one. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Yeah, that's true.
1: That's true. His so here's the deal, James. Here's,
0: here's my NASCAR Cup Series right. wish list. Okay, you ready fix for it. this? Fix it. Yeah, let's do it. Fix it. All right. So this is not specific to this race, but this is how to fix the Cup Series, in my opinion. So, number one, more horsepower. Yeah, a lot more horsepower back in these cars. Yes. Number two, less downforce yes get rid of some of the downforce number three one that i've been harping on for years shorter races and a bonus let's get let's just throw a bonus in there number four let's have a couple more colorful personalities oh i wanted to get to this so you want you want to know what's cool about this what's that it already exists
1: (laughs) i don't know about that every
0: saturday The NASCAR Xfinity series runs a 300 mile race with more horsepower than the cup series in almost all their races. Yeah. Less downforce. There's some really good personalities in that series. There is some personalities. Yeah, You've got it. So here's my argument. If you want NASCAR to change, if you want the cup series to be fixed, you want NASCAR to take it seriously, sell out the freaking stands on Saturday and don't go on Sunday. (laughs) seriously it's true i'll tell you what the best race of the weekend a lot of times has been the xfinity series and if not the truck series yeah um unfortunately the cup series has not been our premier series as far as entertainment factor for several years yep because we keep
1: screwing around with the horsepower package and everything exactly we've left
0: it alone in the xfinity and truck series because we're in the interest of saving money we don't want the teams to keep having to change the package well guess what we've got a great package there now as a result yep now my hope james is that with this new car, the composite bodies, a lot of the stuff we're doing here is stuff that we've learned in the Xfinity series. So hopefully that will help the cup series, but the races are still going to be too damn long. Yeah. I'm sorry. I love the, I love the idea of a 600 mile race, but with no attrition whatsoever, unless you're Chip Ganassi, there is no reason to race a 600 mile race anymore. I'm sorry. There's just not. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like to keep it on the schedule, but yeah. I wouldn't, I'm not suggesting we get rid of it. It's one race a year, Yeah, but it's just not necessary. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> Especially I know. if we're going to put a race up against the Indy 500 on the same day as the Indy 500, let's put yeah. a good race on the same day. Well, Eric, I-
1: I'm glad you brought this up now because yeah. I wanted to get to this. Uh, one of my questions. So Elio Castroneves, uh, um, <laughs> what a show at the Indy 500. I mean, yeah. I don't, I don't watch, uh, I don't watch every I, Just for the
0: record, to not to interrupt you, I don't like Elio. No, you don't like him? I don't know I, why, I just don't like the guy. Well, here's,
1: here's – this is where I'm going with this, though. <laughs> so, Eric, you saw – I mean, th- that was exciting, right? I mean, you, yeah. that was that was incredible. Yeah. And after, even after I ruined it for you. Um, right,
0: yeah. Yeah, just for the record, I was watching the race delayed, and about the halfway point, James sends a message <laughs> and says an SRX driver just won the Indy 500. And I immediately knew who won the race.
1: Well, that's a sacred ground. I didn't. And text at that
0: you. time, James, he wasn't even really a factor yet. He was just becoming a factor. So you just screwed went. me over completely.
1: I did. I did. I blame <laughs> you for that, though. Not me. Um, I know
0: better. That I know to mute that channel, and I didn't do it. I don't know why.
1: I don't know. I and I did it personally to take a dig at you too, which was great. Um, right. But anyway, so here is where I'm going with with uh, with Helio, um, Eric. Who in NASCAR could get that response from the crowd if they had pulled that move right now? Do we have a personality like him right if now? Dale
0: Earnhardt Jr. comes back and runs a one-off.
1: It, I know that's the what I'm. That's what I'm trying to think. That I'm was like, the
0: argument on uh, on Nate Ryan and Jeff Gluck on Jeff Gluck's podcast this week. We're talking about the crowd response. Yeah, and Nate Ryan basically said only Dale Earnhardt Jr. victories the the Daytona 500 victory, the 2001. Yep. Uh, Pepsi 400 victory. Only those races compared to the noise at Indy.
1: NASCAR doesn't have a driver right now that has that bond with the fans. You know,
0: Chase. Chase, When Kyle Kyle Larson got out of the car, he just set a record for Hendrick. (laughs) Yeah. He was so effing boring on the front stretch. He's and then really been. Yeah. And then I see his Instagram and he's, he's got an Instagram post about how excited he is. And it's all exclamation points. It's like, dude, yeah. do that on the track. Come he's,
1: on. He's very Eric. He's different since the incident. Last I know. Year. I get and, it.
0: But, I mean, he Tony sh- Stewart climbed the fence, too, in the Cups. I mean, remember when Tony Stewart climbed the fence at Daytona, James? And all How the way up awesome the top. awesome that was. Climbed into the flag. Yeah. And, I know. I love we that stuff. We need that
1: stuff. Carl Edwards' backflips. We really yeah. don't. Like, even Chase Elliott, as popular as he is, if he were to storm through the field and win the Daytona 500, I don't even think he'd get the pop.
0: That, he that sure alien. wouldn't be fun to watch yeah. after the race. At least Noah Gregson, you know, he wins yeah. at Daytona and he's warming yeah. his hands up on the fire from his burnout. Yeah. But I just, I, I just, I'm
1: hungry for a guy to come along that has that bond with the fans. And and I was never the biggest Dale Jr. fan. God knows that. But I, you know, you got to respect, I mean, Eric, I've been to, I've been to Daytona, to Eldora, to You know, I've I've been to a few different races, you know, in my life and nothing compares to Dale Jr. winning at Michigan and breaking that four year streak and being in the crowd that day. And the stands were shaking. I will never forget that as long as I live.
0: I um, never got to experience a Dale Earnhardt Jr. win in person. It was well, I take that back. I did experience it in the Xfinity Series at Michigan when he wrecked yeah. Carl Edwards. Yes. Yeah. Um, and that was big. But, of course, the Xfinity Series, you're talking half the crowd. Yeah. Now, I did experience Kyle Busch winning at Chicagoland. Yeah, you were there for that one. <laughs> so I got the reverse. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Eric, when when Dale Jr. won that race, I, I mean, I, I Tony Stewart was trying to chase him down. And, I, you know, obviously, I had my rooting interest, so I was bummed. <laughs> But looking around the stands that day, nobody left. And mm. usually, I mean, we've been in NASCAR a long time, Eric. If Dale Junior wrecked, you, you you know how what it was like. People started yeah. to trick, trickle out. So um, to be Dude, there, I remember.
0: Some... Yeah, Dale Senior. Yeah,
1: that. Yep. Dale, Dale was Senior. Only... So he
0: would crash on lap twenty of a of a two hundred mile or two hundred lap race at yeah. Michigan, and the stands would clear.
1: Yep. Yep. And I and that's the thing. Like I, I just wish our drivers. I know we we think that they have personality, but Elio actually has. I mean. Like him or not, I know you don't like him. That's fine. I think he's. Fine. I don't.
0: I don't. I guess I. I respect just, him. Obviously, I respect he's, what he's done. He's I'm just a not a fan. I he's don't a hell know. Hell of
1: a driver at Indianapolis. I'll tell you that. Um, he's yeah, never he won is. the champion. Never won the championship, but he's one of. of he's a, he's on a four man club right now. Yeah. So I just, um, I, you know, he's got a personality that people have responded to, and and he's Tony. What? Tony Kanon was like that as well.
0: 47
1: 46 46 Yeah, he just
0: won the Indy five hundred. It's incredible. It's incredible it's incre-
1: yeah it was just incredible racing i just that was i was, How out old of was jimmy my johnson not that old I think he's, he's all like washed 40 up
0: 40 now 40? what the heck jimmy needs to go hang 40. out with elio
1: yeah if you know like that might be the guy eric if he made a to come back to nascar maybe he's the guy who could uh i don't be, think so but i don't think so i just don't no. think we have we don't resonate with people that way no uh, right now the closest maybe
0: jeff gordon when he won at martinsville
1: yeah yeah jeff was i one mean of those that was a big deal jeff was one of those guys near the end but um, I think Kyle Bush will get there, get there. eventually, eventually, but he's, he's going to get there to because
0: it's going to take a little bit, but Larson's going to go the other direction. Larson's going to yeah. go the Jimmy Johnson direction and people are going to yeah. hate him.
1: Yeah. If he starts to keep, if he continues this and not no. talking yeah, um, is going to, is going to wear people down. Chase Elliott, if he, if he really rockets, maybe. I, I think either. Chase
0: Elliott might be the one that could withstand winning and not losing his fans as a result.
1: Yeah. Yeah. People are hungry for, for, for that guy.
0: Chase just has everything he has. He's got the, you know, the history with his dad. He's got the nine car. He's the most popular driver. He's got the sponsor. Yeah. He's he's good. He's, he's the golden boy right now.
1: He is the golden boy. That's for sure. Hendrick's got a couple of golden boys on that team.
0: Uh, he, him being number one on that, on that roster. Well, at risk of drawing this out, since you started here, James, I, oh, wanted to play, go, I wanted to play a little game. So again, I was listening to Sirius XM today. I went into the office today, which is an hour away from home. So I had a lot of radio time today and I was listening out of my lunch and they asked for the Mount Rushmore of Hendrick drivers. And I this thought it was really a good. really, really interesting discussion. Obviously if you're not familiar with this game, everybody should be four drivers, the four best, whatever criteria you want to use to determine those you could certainly play with Hendrick. You could go, you could include crew chiefs and whatnot. And somebody I know called him the show and wanted said, Rick Hendrick should be on that Mount Rushmore. Well, he's not a driver. He owns the team. He owns, I think they said in the, in the broadcast, he owns the national park that the monument is in. <laughs> so he can't be on the monument.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah.
0: I mean, easily, if you were to include crew chiefs and whatnot, you'd put, probably put Ray Evernham and, and Chad Canales on there. But we're just talking drivers. Yes. And I think the first two are shoe ins. There's yeah, there's two stone cold lead pipe locks. Yeah. And should um, we just we can get those out of there. Let's get the two out of the
1: way. So Jeff and Jimmy, ahead. right?
0: Jeff and Jimmy are locks. Yep. Jeff Gordon, Jimmy Johnson have to be on there Winningest th-
1: drivers for Hendrick. Here's the thing. Jimmy Johnson is the greatest NASCAR driver of all time but he's not the best Hendrick driver of all time. Does that make sense? Jeff Gordon, Jeff Gordon is Hendrick motorsports and is number one. And then Jimmy Johnson, there's no Jimmy Johnson without Jeff Gordon. Exactly.
0: Jeff Gordon is the reason that Jimmy Johnson won seven championships.
1: Yep. So so Jimmy Johnson is the
0: reason Jeff Gordon only won four.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. And Jimmy, so yeah. So Jeff Gordon gets the first slot. Jimmy Johnson gets the second slot. That's a lock.
0: I I agree with you. And then I think the third one is kind of, I think it's well, easy for most people
1: throw, throw your third one out there. Cause I have my four. Um, and okay. I also th- i have, I have a wrench that I wanted to throw at you just to, just to, I know, you. I know
0: you, I, I gave you a chance to prepare for this. So you had, to yeah, yeah, put Some thought into it,
1: which is good. So yeah. Give, so, me, give me your third.
0: So my number three, despite the fact that he might, I, I do not even look at the wins and whatnot to see how successful he was with the team. But I feel without that first win from oh, Jeff Bodine, really that Hendrick Motorsports doesn't exist. So That's Jeff good. Bodine yeah. has to be on the Mount Rushmore. I didn't include
1: him on mine. Okay. Um, just because I feel like uh, he, he, I don't know, maybe in a different world, he's not the, not the driver, but I understand the importance of that one. And I'm actually glad that you brought him up um, because yes, he, without Jeff Bodine um, and, and people got to remember too, Jeff Bodine irritated the hell of Dale Earnhardt
0: yeah. uh, senior <laughs> back in the
1: day. So yeah. that was a fun rivalry. So yeah, Jeff Bodine's a good three. I don't have him as my three. Um,
0: do, you know I, why, uh, do you know why? Did you know that I learned this weekend, which I didn't know that Richard Petty was supposed to drive for Hendrick Motorsports.
1: Yeah, I found that out this weekend too. Yeah, yeah
0: that's why it was called All-Star Motors or All-Star Racing or whatever. Yep. And yep. then it fell through. <laughs> it's yeah. crazy. It's
1: so funny. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. who's your that's third? Her. My third, I'm going to take, um, I'm going to take a guy strictly and his window was a little bit, bit short but i feel like when i think of when i think of hendrick motorsports drivers the best driver to ever drive the five car is Ter- texas terry labani and he's got a championship in the middle yeah. of a jeff gordon run He den- he denied jeff gordon a championship i will take terry labani on my on my board i i couldn't leave him off i tried every which way to to kick him off the off the board and i just you can't i can't do it he's the third best driver in the history of the of the team um you know Chase Elliott will eventually pass, right. him, but he's that's, not, there that's
0: yet. not your wrench for me. Right. That's not yet. Nope. That's not okay. my wrench. Nope, so my wrench. Terry Labonte is my number four. Um, I agree with you. And I honestly think that in two to three years that Chase Elliott will be on that in his spot. Yeah. yeah. Um, but right now, Terry Labonte is, they both have one championship, but like you said, Labonte, where he was, what he did at that time. Um, I really wanted to go with Daryl Waltrip. Ah, yeah. Yeah. But the problem with Daryl is he didn't do much in Hendrick. He did get his yeah. 500 at, at Hendrick and he had one good season with Hendrick. Yeah. But aside from that, all of his stuff was done with junior Johnson.
1: It was, yeah, he was, so, I mean, he won his 500 with Hendrick, yeah. but, uh, but yeah, he was at the T was near in the end and then he left kind of on rocky circumstances with his own team. And that was kind of a weird deal. So to
0: me, I, I know Daryl Walter from this era, this is the Daryl Walter that was good yeah. that I knew was the Hendrick Daryl Walter. Cause I didn't know him much. I didn't watch NASCAR much when he was with Yeah, you know, really, really young when he was with junior Johnson. Yeah. Um. So now my I th- other choice is probably a wrench. I'm thinking, and well, the only I, think reason- I, I think we agree on number five. I think chase Elliott is
1: number five on this. Yes. Yeah. Like he's oh, yeah. the first, he's the first guy off the board who will eventually come in. Um, so right. I, 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 yeah, I don't have him on my, on my board, but yeah, who's your fourth James? So I really wanted to mess with you really bad. And I wanted to say Ricky Hendrick because he was technically a driver. Oh yeah. That's a good one though, (laughs) but I'm not going to do that. That was, that was my like big wrench. I was going to throw him like, I'm going to be like, Ricky Hendrick is, (laughs) I I wanted to mention him because he really was super important. Not as a driver. He only won one race as a Hendrick driver. Yeah. Um, But you got to remember he, he built that five team in the Xfinity series with Brian Vickers mm-hmm. won a championship. And then he's the person re- respo- responsible for bringing Kyle Bush along, right. Which in a different world without Dale jr. Uh, Kyle Bush could be chase Elliott right now, or, right. you know, you know, wh- whatever, but it, it could have been a different path. Um, that was my real, like, I'm going to really throw you off with Ricky. <laughs> But there's drivers, Eric. If you look down the list of every driver who's driven for Hendrick, Dale Earnhardt's on there, Tony Stewart's on there. Yeah. It's a big time list of big time guys.
0: See, I was um, just thinking Cup Series. I wasn't even yeah. thinking the lower series. That's yeah. a good yeah. point.
1: Yeah. So, who'd yeah. you say so, your number four was? My number four. I'm sticking by this. It's Tim Richmond. He yeah. is my number four. See,
0: Tim Richmond is my alternate because I did not. I don't know enough about Tim Richmond. I think you're right. And I think nobody,
1: there's maybe not a bigger personality in his era than Tim Richmond. Even more so than Dale Earnhardt. Remember, like he can intimidate right. the intimidator or whatever it yeah. was. Um, if he doesn't, if he doesn't get sick, uh, unfortunately, Tim Richmond has a tragic history. There's a thirty for thirty on Tim. You right. can, Great thirty but, for
0: thirty. By the way, if there's not, <laughs> if there's, if there's a bad thirty for thirty, this is it, not one of them. And
1: if you want a little insight into Tim
0: Richmond, there's a movie
1: that we did on this podcast, <laughs> Days of yeah. Thunder. Based off of Tim Richmond, yeah. Uh, so Tom Cruise basically played Tim Richmond. So I mean, to have a major motion picture based off of your life is um, pretty historic, man. Tim Richmond was Tim Richmond was I, unfortunately a little bit before my time, but man, the numbers that he put up with Hendrick Motorsports, um, I think he he is as much as Jeff Dines win was important to them. You look right. at that. You look at that Tim Richmond run and getting them to the next level that dude was super important to the, to the team. So I just think um, I would put him in my, in my top four. So I've got, I've got Tim Richmond. I can't
0: argue against it. Um, Like I said, I'm not familiar enough with Tim Richmond. I mean, I've, I've read up on Tim Richmond. Didn't really watch when Richmond was racing. Um, It was just before our time. Yeah. But I can't argue with it at all. You're, you're totally right. And I think that's, that's what makes this so interesting is really this fourth slot. There's it's, so many opportunities. So many this.
1: great drivers, man. So yeah, many because, drivers.
0: I mean, you could you could certainly argue that Terry Labonte is not one of them. You could you put could Chase Elliott that, in
1: there. I yeah,
0: mean, Chase Elliott could fit in there. James, yeah. you could put Kyle Busch in there. I think it's too early in Kyle Busch's career, but yeah. he's still, I mean. He didn't I, I, build his career with Hendrick, but yes. Right. he's
1: of, of the great drivers who have been, ever been in the stable in the Cup Series, yes.
0: And is. I know your response to this, but you could put Dale Earnhardt Jr. in that spot. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> You don't, you're not doing it based on wins, but if you're based yeah. on basing it on what he brought to the organization, he's he's a guy. He brought a he's lot. He's important. There. Yeah, but I think he's definitely more
1: like if, in, in in the Hall of Fame. You know how yeah. in baseball they put a hat on what team? Yeah, he's, D, he's DEI first, and then yeah, I agree.
0: Yeah, hundred percent agree with that. So yep. yeah, I just thought it was an interesting discussion. I was curious where you'd go with the fourth one, especially. Yeah. Um, but I, I like it. I I I can't disagree with yours. Good. I like mine a little better, but uh, yeah, but yeah. I, I think I'm glad that we both put Terry Labonte on there. Yeah. Um, See, but Terry Labonte is the one I would switch Richmond out with. I would not take yeah. Jeff Bodine out of there.
1: Yeah. I, I can't argue with your Jeff Bodine pick. Like you said, somebody has got to start it. Um, yep. Like George if Washington. If it wasn't right? for that
0: one race, James, they were done.
1: Yeah. Yep.
0: I mean, if you look at who, who is most influential to this team, if Jeff Bodine wasn't there, it doesn't exist.
1: Yep. I I like it, man. I, I argued with, I, I probably have him sixth on my, yeah. on my list. Um, gosh, I'd have to, I don't even, I didn't put a whole top 10 together, but he was, he was right there. Um, so yeah, I, I did, I did want to mess with you a little bit, but, uh, but I, I think we came on actually more even than we thought. Yeah. That was Ricky, fun. Good work.
0: Ricky Hendrick was a good wrench though. I like that.
1: Yeah. And for people who don't know, maybe we should mention this, Eric, if we have any new listeners out there, but Ricky Hendrick was, was supposed to be Rick Hendrick. Yeah. Um, he was supposed to run this organization and, and tragically, Um, him and and nine others passed away, some Hendrick motorsports executives, um, some pilots, of course, obviously there was a plane crash in 2004. Um, which I think if there's a Mount Rushmore of moments in Hendrick motorsports history. Oh, yeah. Johnson winning Martinsville and then winning the next week after that tragedy um, was just, I mean, incredible. Remember the guys wore the hats backwards? Yeah, that day too
0: at Martinsville when they announced at the end of the race that there won't be a victory lane celebration. I've watched that on YouTube a couple times afterwards. Just heartbreaking. I mean, the whole thing. Yeah, that was major, major impactful moment in the history of Hendrick. It changed
1: changed the lives of so many people. And and really Jeff Gordon is now Ricky Hendrick. Yeah. Um, Starting to begin the process of becoming Rick Hendrick. I mean, Jeff Gordon is going to run this team.
0: Speaking of that, James, I have a question for you. Did it make you uncomfortable at the end of that Coca-Cola 600 to watch Jeff Gordon stand there in the booth, praising the team that he partially owns?
1: (laughs) I don't have a problem with it. He's untouchable at this point. It bothered
0: me, man. I don't know know why. I don't normally care. that these the guys th- have affiliations but man that bothered me if we're gonna it's like, lend- okay so i'm uh, sorry <laughs> go ahead go my ahead. argument is i don't have a problem with them doing it i just think he should make a point to note that he is part of that team he acts yeah. like he's not he like has junior, ownership stake in that team right yeah when junior does his stuff with with the nbc broadcast and right. in the xfinity broadcast he will note, he will mention, you know, it's, I mean, obviously his name's on the team, so right. You, everybody kind of knows he owns the team, but Jeff just kind of, for years he's done that. I mean, Jeff yeah. was owner of Jimmy Johnson's team or partial owner of Jimmy Johnson's team, like his entire career Yeah, and never acknowledged it. And I don't know, it just bothers me as I a know, journalist who I know. tries to be transparent. It bothers me.
1: No. And the thing is too, if we're going to let Michael Walsh up, spew his garbage,
0: <laughs> wow. that's not my choice to let him spew his garbage. All right. <laughs> so anyway,
1: I, Jeff Gordon, listen, he's an icon. I, what are you going to do? I'm man? not hating on Jeff
0: Gordon. I, I know. Mean, but you, I just, know you're not. I it know made not. me uncomfortable.
1: I know you're not. Yeah, no, it's, I, I, I get it. it. Like he's not part. I mean, he, there's bias there. Like even yeah. the drivers only broadcast on Saturday, um, I was kind of awkward at, at times too. Cause Joey Logano was doing a lot of talking about Joe Gibbs racing and it makes yeah. me feel weird, but you know, uh, you we know just got to get, there's a hot take care. for you,
0: James. Let's get rid of the driver's only broadcast. Oh no. So here's my reasoning for this. Ricky Stenhouse wasn't good, but yeah. <laughs> so my reasoning for this is they're too good at it. They are pretty good. Harvick's good. It's not, it's not fun. It's just another race.
1: Yeah. Harvick's so good, like, man.
0: Yeah, he's he does a really good job, and they they've all gotten comfortable. I like the the takes that they have. I like their input, but it just it doesn't feel special anymore because they're just so damn good at it.
1: They are good at it. Yeah, <laughs> Yep. There's guys good like Brad's not Brad's not bad. Um, yeah. In the, Ho- in the hollywood hotel, I guess is where you know or right what they used what it used to be, um, but yeah, they like Ricky Stenhouse wasn't good. Um, yeah. But Chad Canales has been doing TV forever. He was right. on that broadcast, and he was—I mean, he's—he's well, he's he's not a really, driver
0: either. So why is no, he on a drivers-only broadcast? I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, play-by-play guy does a great job now. McGarrel's um, always executives. good in the booth. Yeah,
1: was good. Brad's been good in the past. Um, obviously, Boyer—he's, you know, he's not a drivers drivers-only broadcaster, but you right. know, he—he'd be better on those broadcasts than the than the actual <laughs> right. drivers.
0: So I think Boyer saves the Fox broadcast. Yeah, I he's... think James. Here's another hot take for you. I feel like Mike Joy's losing it a little bit. <sighs> he's slipping.
1: He said some stuff on you know what you say, you know what, Eric, you say that, but he delivered that. Um, he delivered that pause break yeah.
0: like better than anybody else. I, I guess <laughs> I take it back because Mike Joy deserves to make some mistakes every now and then. Because yeah, I mean, again, like the he greatest in the industry. Yeah, um, when we
1: when you're when you're critiquing the best in the business, that's it's true. Tu- it's so hard. Yeah, I, I, but I get I, I you know you're you're entitled to say that he's slipping though. He's I he's mean, making
0: some errors. I've noticed him calling some things incorrectly, and I don't know. But you, gotta remember, long you,
1: you gotta remember too, like last year they didn't get to call races in person. That's true. Been all, that that booth's been and you've got Boyer in there throwing
0: <laughs> Can you imagine
1: I'm Can even, trying to work
0: anywhere with Boyer?
1: Eric, you have twin boys, and it's it. Mike Joy has to be like wrangling Boyer all the time, but he's
0: so. got to also be having a blast.
1: Yeah, it's got to be fun working in that booth. Like that Jeff booth's got to be
0: way more fun than it used to be.
1: I thought Jeff, him and Jeff Gordon last year held the, held their own pretty yeah. well. Um, Boyer being in there definitely mucks it up a little bit, which is which is actually. It's a good thing. I, I like know. them
0: to ribbon each other and stuff. I like the relationship that Jeff and Clint have. They let Clint be Clint, which I think is important. exactly. And there's
1: no muzzle on that dude. Just let him go. Yeah. The,
0: there's no muzzle, but they also haven't made him into Michael Waltrip yet. <laughs> yeah. As I long know. as they don't make him into Michael or Daryl, we're yeah. good.
1: Yep. Exactly.
0: Uh, let's talk the other two races on the weekend. I, is there anything else to talk about in this cup race? I mean, it's pretty much all Kyle Larson. We spent no, a lot of we... time for Kyle yeah, Larson dominating. Yeah, we're good. We're good. All right. Let's talk truck race. Uh Friday night we had the North Carolina Education Lottery two hundred. Uh John Hunter Imachek gets the win. My pick, by the way. Uh Sheldon Creed crashes. That was James's pick. Um just want to make sure that all that's out there, that information. But really, the story of the race was the big wreck with Johnny Sauter and I can't remember the other guy's name now. <laughs> Number fourteen, Trey Hutchins. Yeah, Trey Hutchins. Um Trey Hutchins.
1: Trey Hutchins, yep, yeah. Trey Hutchins. It-
0: uh, so yeah. So Trey Whew. comes to a stop coming out of turn four and NASCAR fails to throw the caution. Johnny Sauter cleans them out. Um, man, James could have been a whole lot worse. I tell you if that, that car, if that truck was turned sideways, driver side out, that could have been a whole different story. That's the
1: most dangerous, like,
0: part of any
1: racetrack in the sport. I feel like there I was a people,
0: fatal accident yes. at that very part of the track. Was it not people at Charlotte?
1: For, yes. People forget about how dangerous that part of the racetrack is. I mean, we haven't had any major incidents there, but yes, we've had fatal injuries there and we've had, um, obviously Davey Allison, his head hit the, hit the wall, um, and the all-star race years ago. Right. Uh, so yeah, I mean, he was fine. he, he was fine, but, um, just Davy Allison's a badass, and I want to make sure that people understand how yes. badass he was. uh So yes, I mean dangerous, dangerous yeah. na- place in NASCAR. Eric I- I think Martin, one of the most. when
0: for Arca crashed in that area, came to a stop on the front stretch and was hit by another car. He's the reason that I think there was a we had have... truck
1: crash there too. Eric,
0: yeah, there have been with the the basilar's skull actors and stuff, but this was, yep. it was a similar accident to this where the truck Stops. the car came to a stop yep. and there were several minutes before the caution was thrown or whatever. Cause it was during a test session. Yep. And this is the reason that wreck is the reason that we have spotters all times cars are on the track now because they weren't required back then. And nobody told the, I forget who the female driver was that was coming around the corner. Um, Oh, Deborah Renshaw. But that being said, Martin was unbuckling his belt, so it was a little bit different situation. Yeah. Uh. But still, dangerous, yeah. Dangerous,
1: dangerous part of the dangerous part of the just dangerous spot in NASCAR. It's, when you
0: got a car going 140 miles an hour and, and hit another one, that yeah, stopped. and they're
1: and they're, di- they're digging turns <laughs> yeah. three and turns three and four at Charlotte are super fast. There's not a lot of, especially I think in the truck series where the horsepower is down a little bit. There's definitely not a lot of off-throttle time no. going on there. I mean, there was, those guys are burping it a little they're bit.
0: they're on the edge of control.
1: Yeah, th- it, that is a f- terrifyingly fast part of this racetrack um, where they're just really hauling the mail and, and slinging it out to the to the outside wall. And yeah, he had nowhere to go. And it was a complete shit show. <laughs>
0: Sorry. Yeah, well, <laughs> so our best friend uh, in NASCAR, Scott Miller, was on Sirius XM today, or yeah, today. <laughs> Yeah, to, he was. to make a bunch of excuses about this. So the other thing about this accident is not only did we have this horrifying wreck, Johnny Sauter's sitting on the front stretch with his window net up still can't see any movement in the truck. And it took 90 seconds for not a safety good. truck to get to him. Not good. 90 seconds. I realize that's only a minute and a half, but that's a minute and a half. And that's too much. Yep. Um, so anyway, Scott Miller decided to throw out some excuses. Let's read some excuses. I will read these in my voice instead of the mocking voice that I want to read, Wait, do it, do it dramatic style. Oh, like, I can't read do it, it. I can't do read it. It.
1: Read it. Read it slow and dramatically.
0: I am going to read it just in my own voice to try and not give, put any bias out don't there. Get,
1: don't get in trouble.
0: Yeah. don't get in trouble. I want to still get credentials to NASCAR races. Uh, obviously the caution was slow and coming. Miller said understatement of the year. There's no question about that. We've had our internal debrief, obviously that night, The next day before the Xfinity race, a few things played into that, no excuses. Then he continued on with a bunch of excuses. Uh, Let's see. (laughs) So basically what happened, Matt Crafton was smoking, came down pit road. Um, He says, I think most of our attention was focused on the 88 right then, uh, trying to determine whether or not we had potential fluid out there on the track. Uh, Our turn spotter did see the 14 Hutchins up against the wall. The 14 made a move toward pit road and the turn spotter thought he had made it to pit road before Hutchins made it outside of the spotter's view. Kind of perfect storm there a little bit. No excuse again, another excuse, but the paint job on the 14 was super dark purple and the truck got up against the wall. Our flagman didn't see it sitting there and it led to a very, very unfortunate, unfortunate incident. A lot of things stacked up right there caution should have been out not denying that a lot of things led to that
1: eric if i hold up a uh a purple uh <laughs> picture in front
0: of a white wall you think you, you think you think you can see it i mean james i struggle with colors i do have issues with colors i was a race director at a short track for three or four years um and i will say that our flag man at one time missed a car that was upside down on the back stretch that's great. but but uh but you I guys don't also had a
1: lot of other things going on.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, we we won't get into any of that, but there were some things going on sometimes. Um but uh yeah, I feel like I feel like So James, I always had this feeling, and I had this feeling back in the 90s that NASCAR had spotters everywhere and they were watching the track at all times. And there was not a part of the track that wasn't visible. Yeah. This bothers me a lot. I mean, this, this being missed is inexcusable. Like you can't,
1: like, I can understand, like, I can understand there being a slight delay sometimes, Yeah. but that truck going that slow, like that's a long time to not see it. And that's like, whether he's faking out to go to pit road or not, like you gotta, like you see a truck going that slow, you gotta do something. You can't. Well, and
0: here's the thing I'll say. From here forward, I'm going to vow that I will never see an incident and go, man, what the heck did they throw the caution for for that? Because yeah. that is why they throw the caution for it.
1: Yeah, well, we—that's why you to- throw a
0: caution when somebody gets up into the wall and they don't spin. You just see some smoke. You throw the caution. This is this is no different. James, two weeks ago, we were talking about a freaking tire. I know I was that, there take that it. we take didn't it? that we didn't throw a caution for that was a safety risk. And, you know, there was discussion on this about in Jeff Gluck's podcast this week about the Indy 500 and the crash on pit road. And that sometimes cautions come out and they throw strategy off. And that's what should have happened with that tire as well. You just got to err on the side of caution, man.
1: Safety first. That's why I was screaming about that tire. Like, you don't think these trucks or cars can go places and they go places. They find their way. You never think there's going to be a car stopped in turn four. And somehow the truck will stop in turn yep. four, and you've got yourself a you know complete disaster.
0: Thank which... goodness everybody okay. They both walked away. Um, Just yep. you know, yep. and it could have been. I mean, like I said, it could have been a lot worse. They'd hit a little bit differently. Man, those two trucks were torn up.
1: Yeah, it was big time. If you I seen mean, the looking at so Hudson's yeah. truck, it was, it was torn up time. right to
0: the door. Yeah, and uh, solder's car, pretty much the left side or the right side was gone. So yeah, yep, incredible.
1: Yep, yep. And um, then John hernie Mitrak got the got the win because he had a huge dent in his roof and yeah
0: yeah um, better downforce uh, better Carson Horsavar James second our place boy. finish again one of our Michigan guys man yeah he's gonna, gonna be, keep he, an eye on him he's gonna be racing at Berlin in a couple of weeks the money in the bank James I'm working Sound, on you sounds like you're going I'm I'm trying to get James to go but Eric he's, if you
1: think I can leave this house on a Wednesday night I will message your wife and
0: keep my you go ahead and try I will message her and tell her that you need a night out with the boys. You go down with Todd racing. and I. Yeah, I like Carson our Man, he's really running
1: well. I do. Yeah. Um, I was bummed my, my pick Sheldon Creed dominated stage one and then uh, got completely wiped out. So yep,
0: 33 laps led, won the first stage, and got in the wreck. Out. Um, Haley Deegan finished 13th, James. She's sure. running better.
1: Sure, she's sure. been doing all right, yeah. She's been doing fine. <laughs>
0: I'm not <laughs> Todd Gillen got a top five a week after winning uh, at the uh, road course. That was a good finish for him.
1: Ben Rhodes also, and he's looking pretty sharp. So yeah, yeah, good, good day overall. There you go. Uh, Trucks.
0: Yep. Uh, Xfinity series also uniforms, 300 Uh, Daniel Hemrick, man. I don't know. I I don't know what this guy's got to do to get a win.
1: I don't know what to do, man. I thought you had the weekend sweep um, without Daniel Hemrick gosh dang man he's five
0: laps led and brandon jones takes him out his teammate
1: yeah i know he's gonna win one he, yeah. will, win. he will win one it's just it'll it's be a week i time. don't pick him yeah <laughs> maybe this week I
0: probably yeah <laughs> uh but what can you say about ty gibbs james oh man 20 laps led but spins and wins spins through the spins through the grass yeah, uh kevin harvey points out on the uh on the all driver broadcast that Drivers should not be punished for spinning through the grass. Thank you for your agenda, Kevin. Right. Eric, and uh, he comes back and wins the sucker.
1: Eric, uh, I'm going to quiz you. Yeah. Don't look it up. Okay. Ty, Ty Gibbs. He's run six races. What is his average finish? Third? Not quite. Actually, yeah, you went higher than I thought. <laughs> Five,
0: 5.2. That's got to his... be based on like one race because he's been up front. Everything.
1: He's not finished outside the top 10, but one time. So his worst, not let me rephrase that. He has not finished outside of the top five, but one time he finished 18th at Darlington. Everything else is fifth or better for that guy.
0: He, uh, I mean, he's full time in the Xfinity series next year, right?
1: Yeah, you can't. He's done. You can shut him down for the rest of the year if you want to. He's done enough. Like he's, yeah, lock him in. Yeah. That's incredible, man. And he wins all the time in the Arca series too. So I don't. Yeah, he's I was gonna four, say he he's got four wins in did the Did he Arca lead series. like all
0: the laps in the Arca race?
1: Yeah, he's dominated the Arca series. Yeah, he's six races, four wins, five top fives, um, in the Arca series. Just yep. Yeah. yeah. That's the Arca. That's the yeah Arca Menard series, and then the Arca East. He's one for one. I one love one that one when you
0: click on the results on the Arca website, it takes you to Racing Reference.
1: I mean, there's nobody else that's doing
0: it any better. hundred right. laps led out of a hundred laps in the, in the Arca race. So. And he's one, yeah, he's one for one in the Arca West. So he's <laughs>
1: like, it's just I mean,
0: like, he should be leading every lap of the Arca race at this point. No
1: kidding. I mean, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, let that, again, do what you're supposed to do. Like right. with what you got. But when you get to the Xfinity series and it ratchets up a little bit, Jesus, he's 18 years old. He's down- maybe, everything.
0: maybe next year we just skip the Xfinity series, just stick him right in Denny Hamlin's car and boot right. Denny. I tell you what, you know,
1: this has bought Joe Gibbs so much time with his roster. Yeah. Because he, he's already outshined Harrison Burton, who is really good. Harrison Burton's really good, but it's like, yep. why would I move any of my cup guys? I can just wait for Ty and he'll be yep. there. Yep. Joe Gibbs has got a bright future with some of these young guys, man. Ty Gibbs and Harrison Burton. Jeez.
0: Meanwhile, who's dominating? Hendrick. <laughs> yeah, <Okay>, I know. <laughs> Hendrick with, with barely any developmental program. Well, I mean, I guess they got, they got junior motorsports. They're doing okay down there. They're
1: fine. Yeah. Yeah. They're fine.
0: I don't think we're moving Noah Gregson the cup anytime soon, but
1: no, but you we don't need you to is, either.
0: We got what well, we got like 12 years of the drivers that are currently in the Hendrick stable. There's no room at the end. Yeah. There's nobody coming up in Hendrick anymore. <laughs> you gotta find your, your seats elsewhere. Yeah. Noah better be looking at some other teams because uh, I don't think there's going to be room for him at, at yeah, the uh, full Hendrick yeah, camp. There's no room at the end there. So no. Uh, that is it for the cup series for the racing this weekend. Uh, James, we already t- hit on the Indy 500. Anything else we're you good. want to say about the Indy 500? Nope. It was
1: just a great day. And yeah. actually I was not, I did not feel any anxiety seeing people in the stands. It felt like you the know, pandemic was over.
0: I wanted to point that out. How great was it seeing a full stand, the full stands at Charlotte?
1: Yeah, it was good, man. I i, I think we're going to see with these mandates lifted people in person at the track is going to be nice to see again. Um, I'm
0: looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to seeing Daytona in the fall. Dude, I threw uh, I bet- my mask away. It's gone. No, I I keep it in my pocket just for those places that make me wear it. But I'm not <laughs> wearing it if I don't have to anymore. I keep I keep them in the truck for uh, you know just in case. But yeah. yeah, it was cool, man. Indy 500
1: was um, better this year than than it's been in a long time, and part of that I think was people being back. Yeah. Um, and then Helio obviously was just a forty cool percent
0: capacity, James.
1: Yeah, that place can fit in four hundred thousand. So yeah,
0: but that uh, wasn't forty percent capacity.
1: Well, I, yeah, I'm not stupid. good at
0: math, but. Yeah. That was not 40%, man. That was, that was more like 60%. Yeah.
1: There was the, I mean, the grandstands were full. I don't know where everybody else was at. Yeah, maybe. I mean, there
0: wasn't anybody in the infield. So maybe that's where that, uh, that other, uh, yeah,
1: there was no snake pit or anything (laughs) like that. So, but maybe that's
0: where that other 60% came from is the fact that there wasn't anybody in the infield. I
1: will go to an Indy 500 someday. That was cool.
0: I, this is cool. Cool. I will vow to say I will not unless I'm there as media. Yeah. I'd like to, I'd like to go. I'm not, I'm not going to bother going to the stands. It's just not, I just, I'm sorry. As much as I love the pageantry of it. I just, I want to see the track. And if I'm not yeah. going to see the track, I want to be working because that's the
1: problem. Yeah. That's the only problem with Indies. It's yeah.
0: yeah. I want to have the freedom to go where I want to, which I can do that as a media member. Not going to be able to do that if I sit in the stands. So yeah. Uh, yep. Good point. Uh, let's talk about some news, James. We've got some breaking news today. Phoenix raceway will host the championship weekend again in 2022. <laughs> i think I mean, no, I think you no said surprise it. you or todd said it today somebody i think you said it yeah. that uh they got to give the new car a chance there that was um, todd yeah yeah, yeah so <laughs> what the heck yeah. um yeah it's i mean i, I don't know i want to see him rotate this thing but phoenix kind of got a bad rap the, last year with not being able to really do a true championship weekend yeah. with the pandemic so all right with them getting another year out of it
1: yeah we're never going to get homestead back unfortunately no. so yeah i guess it is no what it is.
0: and i mean phoenix is rolling out the red carpet it's a good facility uh, everybody loves phoenix i've never been to phoenix like the the city phoenix but everybody i know that has gone to phoenix loves it and thinks it's the greatest yeah. place in the world so yep. it's yep. probably a good place to do it if, even if the track isn't what homestead was it's still a good track i mean
1: yeah it'll, it'll be a good race it'll yeah. be you know this year will be fine um and the next year yeah with the new car we're not quite sure we're going to see just yet but um, I, I bet hope. you we
0: see some shifting with with a five speed next uh, two year next year.
1: Oh yeah, I hope so. I hope you, so. you would imagine shift in there. Yeah, put some more drivability in there for sure. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yep. Uh, Hendrick Motorsports having a heck of a time with spotters.
1: Yeah, this was after we did the pod last week. Um, <laughs> yep. Yeah, they had to fire their. Well, I, I guess he's not fired though. Yeah. Eric, he's been suspended. Yeah. um, Larson was
0: suspended last year too.
1: Yeah, it's true. Um,
0: <laughs> Eddie the Hat's DeHaan. gone from the nine team. Kyle, uh, Chase Elliott has a new spotter now.
1: Yeah, we have a link in the show notes if you want the details. He he yeah. got into some he got into some trouble, um, in September <laughs> of last year, and he's been spotting ever since. Um, Eric, he did what he did uh, allegedly. I know there's a lot going on right. here. Um, but yeah, so something happened, and he spotted all the way through the championship and all the way through Coda. And uh, yikes. yeah, yikes.
0: I don't know. We'll I don't... see. I mean, you know. We don't have okay. we don't have lawyers on this show, so we won't get into it. I don't know. If
1: we, I just my only thought is if you have nothing to hide, just tell somebody there's a situation. I, I don't yeah. know. I don't
0: know. Maybe I could be yeah. wrong. I, maybe maybe he's innocent. Who knows? Who knows? I we'll see. Yeah, we'll yep. see. Uh Ben Rhodes will make his cup debut at Sonoma with Spider that's, Motorsports. That's right. That's cool. Ben Rhodes a uh, heck of a racer. Yeah, a heck, heck of a road course racer. I mean, so um, Ben Rhodes is one of my favorite interviews I've done. I, I've gotten to talk to him a couple of times. I really like Ben. Yeah, yeah. Good dude. He, up and I, I hope he has a good show. Yep. Feisty. He's got some personality. He's not always right, um, but he's not afraid to tell you what he thinks. Yeah, I like that. So yep, yep. I'd like to see him get a shot someday in the big show, like a real shot, not the spider motorsport shot. Yeah. But. but
1: he's, I mean, racing at the road course, you know, yep. if you can show your, if you can show some value there, it, it's definitely a valuable seat in the NASCAR cup series now, which is a,
0: which is a road course sport now. So uh, yeah, no kidding. Uh, James, you got to help me with this next one. Uh, Tony Robbins interested in part ownership of track. I don't know who the hell Tony Robbins is. Who's that? Oh, you don't know who Tony Robbins is No. Oh
1: man. Mel, most people probably don't then. So he's this motivational speaker. Oh, Oh ever seen shallow hell or what else has he been in? Yeah. He's, he's in those types of things and he's big on motivation. He's, he's kind of a wackadoo. Hmm. Um, I'll say, I'll say it. And you just said, we don't have lawyers. Um, but he's also got a checkered, checkered past. Uh, so I'm not excited about Tony Robbins coming into the sport. Um, he's not as bad as Barstool, I guess. I don't know. But yeah, um, yeah, he's not. I just saw this. I'm like, what do you mean? Tony Robbins wants to be part of track house race. And they've got so many good things going for them. And they've got the most annoying person in the world as their owner right now. Anyway, Pitbull, so, Yeah. So why would we want <laughs> more annoying people uh, owning NASCAR teams? But Pitbull's doing a great job, James. Yeah. Just yeah, be
0: nice. Um, yeah, I didn't know you didn't know who Tony Robbins was. I, I thought everybody knew who Tony Robbins I didn't even, was. I didn't even look it up either.
1: Wow. Okay. Well, that makes it less <laughs> exciting.
0: <laughs> uh, James, this is your favorite news of the week, right? It was. You're, you're always looking for drivers who are going to go to twenty three eleven. Silly season is my favorite. James has a long list of drivers that will be racing for 2311. It's a long standing joke on the show, but is Kurt Busch, was Kurt Busch one of those drivers? Of course not. (laughs) I didn't think that I didn't see that coming. I thought he was going to retire. He's Um, an experienced. Oh dude, nobody better than Kurt Busch at debunking the rumor this week that he was retiring. I I know. Isn't that great? (laughs) If you guys missed it, he, uh, he put a thing out on Twitter. You'll have to look it up because it's not appropriate to play on the show. Uh, but it was it was good stuff. There was a, It's one of a my NASCAR favorite movie
1: clips ever from The Wolf of Wall Street.
0: NASCAR so. spoof, which for the record, I haven't seen. Um, didn't know what movie it was from, but it was a good clip. Uh, yeah, so there was a one of the parody accounts for NASCAR, um, not NASCAR affiliated, uh, put out a rumor that he was retiring at the end of the season, and he debunked that. Yep, <laughs> I'm not leaving. Yeah, <laughs> yes, I'm not leaving. That leaves out a. Yeah, we we'll leave out the curse Important words. word. But here's the um, thing,
1: Eric. Here's the thing. Yeah. The thing. I know I've got every driver in the world going to twenty three eleven. That's fine. Um. But it's no coincidence that this Brad Kozlowski news breaks, and then we get our experienced championship driver slotted in here, right? Yeah. Okay.
0: Well, and it's also not. I mean, we were we knew that there was talk that that they wanted an experienced driver. Um. Of course, Denny was asked about it this week and was sly in his responses and said, we already have an experienced driver in Bubba Wallace. Um, that he fits that role and he has, and he has
1: teammates he can go to such as myself and Kyle Bush. Exactly.
0: And I think the fact that Kyle Bush is there, you know, Kyle Bush has a somewhat of a relationship with his team through Joe Gibbs. Um, Kurt coming here is not a surprise. The Toyota relationship, um, monster energy, I think will go anywhere. Kurt Bush wants to go. Yep,
1: and Toyota um, and Monster have a history with Kurt Busch. He he won um, he won the only Xfinity race for KBM. Yep, long many moons ago. Now, when he was battling his uh, way back into the sport.
0: Yeah, so, I would agree with you that this is one that I didn't see coming either. I uh, thought he'd retire.
1: I thought he was. I thought he was near in the end. But yeah, hey, I thought
0: he so. drive. I don't know, man. I just Kurt just Kurt seems like that guy that still got the drive. I I think Kurt still got a good season in him. Yeah, he can. I mean, look what he's done with
1: that. Chip Ganassi team. I mean, he's right. been the best driver well, on that we, team. Look at what
0: Kyle Larson's done since he left Chip Ganassi. How bad is Chip Ganassi? I
1: know. Well, if you get Kurt, <laughs> if you get Kurt Busch, you know what you're getting. And, and if you can give him some good equipment, I mean, yeah. Stuart Haas gave him good equipment. He he won races every year. Like, yep. it may have only been one race, but he was, he was, he was a winner. So you stick you him essentially
0: him... in a Joe Gibbs racing car. I yeah, mean...
1: exactly. And look what his brother does with Joe Gibbs cars. So, yeah, yeah I, I mean, he's, Kurt's, you know, Kurt's not Kyle, but Kurt's champ and Mm -hmm. he's a damn fine driver. So uh, if 2311 wants to expand and he is a, I mean, if you want to help Bubba even develop even more, I mean, this guy, this guy will get this team in a nice direction. I like this move for those guys. He, he came into chip Ganassi racing and, and kept that ship afloat. And I think, uh, he'll do even better with with a year or two with uh, with Michael
0: Jordan and those yeah. guys. so I'm excited. I hope it. I hope it's. It turns out to be true. It sounds sounds pretty good. It sounds like a yeah. pretty good rumor. So. Yep, it sure does. Um. Yeah. Uh, who's the better Twitter personality right now, Kurt Bush or Denny Hamlin? Oh, Hamlin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yeah, Hamlin. But been... hey, put them together on a team, you know.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> Hamlin's been just incredible. He's just been incredible.
0: Yeah, Hamlin's been great. I love that the muzzle's off. Yeah. Uh, any other news we missed, James? Mm, I think we're good, bud. That seems to be it. I haven't uh, seen anything else come through, so all right, let's uh make our picks for this weekend. Let me pull up the picks. I actually had them pulled up in advance. Uh, mentioned that uh, James had a crappy weekend (laughs) and I had a good one. I I might have wasn't
1: even that bad, like I scored 90 points, no 90, but I scored
0: 148, which is awesome.
1: Eric has the new uh so with Kyle Larson 70. Eric has the new single race or single weekend record. I had one for I have a I had 145 a couple of weeks ago. That was the record. Uh Eric now has 148, but and that includes the Daniel Hemrick debacle.
0: Right. So well Eric, it doesn't he, hurt that Daniel Hemrick dominated the race before he wrecked and still got 29 points out of the day. Yeah, but if he would have won that race, he would have had like 160, <sighs>
1: 70 point a week. I know incredible. I'd have been ahead of you. I know it was incredible. What a weekend. Wow. So I'm,
0: I'm still behind. I still get to make the first pick, but I'm a lot closer. Well, you, you uh, can't
1: score any more points in the entire season than Kyle Larson did. Like 70 yeah, right. points is, is the maximum of any race. So <laughs> you max uh, it out. I have thir- uh,
0: 1,317 points to James's 1,354. So I get to make the first pick again this week. And I planned ahead, James, and did some research. Nice. And the first race is the B and L transport 170, the NASCAR Xfinity series. They are at mid Ohio sports car park yeah. uh, this weekend. Um, and I'm going to go James with the first winner of the mid Ohio sports car park. I'm not going with Austin mm-hmm. Uh I'm going to go with AJ Allmendinger as my pick. Ah, for this one. You
1: son of a gun. All right. <laughs> All right. Well give me Cindric Cause I to right. use him. So I'll take that. Um, I was thinking like Clements and a couple other guys but, uh, I'll, yeah, I'll take... Uh, You're not going to go take... with
0: Noah Gregson, huh? No.
1: Nope, nope, he's got to take... break
0: through at one of these road courses eventually.
1: Yeah. Almondinger was really good at Coda. Um, so, yeah. It's... Yeah. But That's it's what Kendrick I was, was thinking. Good.
0: Mm. Dinger's good. D- Dinger's in a great car. I mean, he's going to be tough to beat here.
1: Yep. So, I, I like both those picks but yeah I'll, uh, if i have a if i have a chance to have syndric on a road course i am going to try to take yeah
0: that. i know i thought about but it but dinger
1: dingers i mean this this might just be a, a one point you know it's it, there's you're not i mean both these guys are great so what are you gonna do they're both awesome
0: yeah i thought about going with syndric i've actually forgot that you picked harrison burton last week i thought you picked syndric so I thought I was free of having to worry about Syndric. So yeah, no, nope, it's, nope. it's a good counter. I <sighs> yep, still would take yep. AJ though. Yeah, I think he's going to be great. Yeah, he's going to be good. Tough. AJ's going to gonna be up front if he doesn't wreck. Um, all right, the Cup Series returns to Sonoma uh, after a year absence. Toyota Save mm-hmm. Mart 350, and James will make it real easy. I'm going with KFB. Oh wow! <laughs> I think uh, I think Kyle's got some momentum. He ran really good this past weekend. He has won at Son- Sonoma before and has a great average finish there, especially recently. I think he's third in the last four races there as far as average finish. So I'm yep. going with Kyle to get me some points this weekend.
1: Yeah, yeah. So for me, I thought, yeah, I thought you were going to take Martin Truex. Um, so I was gonna, I was gonna take Kevin Harvick um, because I feel like this road course is an equalizer. But yeah. that being said, I will Harvick's take a good pick here too. Yeah. I will take Martin tricks jr. Who's won two of the last three at Sonoma. Um, and remember we did not run Sonoma last year. So right. Um, Kyle Bush for Mr. Eric. Um, yep. so that's, that's good. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I like um, that. chase Elliott, not maybe the best pick here. Despite his history with road courses, He doesn't have a win here, Yeah. Um, but who knows? He started dominating road courses after we raced here last. So. Yeah. He's yeah, since, he's <laughs> um, yeah, like Christopher
1: bell, I know he won Daytona, but, um, I, you know, I just don't see that happening again.
0: I feel uh, like this is a Kyle Bush road course because Kyle has been good at the road courses, but keeps, you know, having issues with the chicanes and all that stuff and, and flat spotting tires. And you don't have that here.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, we don't really see flat spotting and tires as an issue at Sonoma. So yeah, I think, uh, I think he will, he will bear well this weekend, but Perfect. yeah, Truex is a good pick. So
1: yeah, I, I'll take him with, um, just his recent history. Like I, I thought I was going to have to take Harvick. I'm like, come oh, on. <laughs> go on a limb here and take kevin harvick um but Harvick no.
0: makes me nervous man he's he's gonna get points he's gonna finish there but he's i don't see him winning yeah martin
1: so yeah so since we didn't race here in 2020 Har- martin tricks Jr.'s won the last two i'm looking at the board right now um harvick won in 2017 um and then 2016 was the uh was the tony stewart denny hamlin battle which was great and then kyle bush 2015 yep. and you, you remember what happened after he won that race uh that was his run to the championship so. yeah um, yeah, Martin's got a Martin's got another win here in 2013. Um, Kurt Bush. He's won here. I'm yeah, Kurt to... was
0: tempting as well, especially with the news is coming out with him this week. He might want to want to prove something, but well, uh, I don't know. He
1: almost won this race driving for James Finch before, yeah. which was incredible with a broken car. Um, yeah, so he can he can wheel it. Uh KFB won here in 08 as well. And those are your actives. Everybody else is uh not active so the
0: the interesting to think it, thing to think though is the only driver so far to win on this current configuration is martin jericks jr
1: it's right yep
0: so yep. we're running the carousel we, again this weekend
1: we only ran it once obviously right yep. so um yeah he's won it both ways so that that's that's a good point
0: there you go uh, I don't want to talk about fantasy league. James, you got it pulled up. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I had a bad week again. Um, I so tried my... to pick drivers I haven't picked to save some picks and I should have just picked Kyle Larson because I,
1: yeah, I tried to save picks this week and then I lost a true X pick from that terrible tire situation. <laughs> so yeah, there was a good, there was a point in the race where I was looking pretty good. Um, I was bet... looking
0: bad with, uh, there, was, there was a point I was doing pretty well too. And I don't know what happened because I swore I picked Stenhouse and then he wasn't on my list. So I must've replaced him with somebody. And forgot. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. That's that. That's what happened. Uh, yeah.
1: That's I'll blame that on myself too. So yeah. The, <laughs> so the week after I saved a true X start at Coda, I burned one <laughs> at Charlotte. So that was great. Um, but our bus and just buddy, Justin, seven, one, three gets the win again. He's won a whole bunch of them um, with, uh, with the goat right behind him, Ranger Runyon. And then Denny, and then was third. Um, this weekend and then overall standings, Eric, we were at the bottom. It, yeah. it wasn't great. Yeah, um, I was like 16th, wasn't I? Yeah, yeah. We and I was, yeah, I was just a couple spots ahead. It wasn't, mm-hmm. wasn't close.
0: Um, yeah, that was my only solace is looking and seeing that you also sucked.
1: Yeah, I did suck. <laughs> I did. I think Todd uh, was bad too, wasn't he? Yeah, we were all bad. That <laughs> was all bad. Uh, <laughs> uh, so overall, Rangers still in the lead, way out in front, almost 300 points to the good. Uh, Bird 8 you is in second, but we got a, it's still close um he's at 2791 fast to the grass 2749 i have 2743 and then justin 713 with all these wins he is now fifth Hmm. 2705 eric you're not too far behind him but you're not quite in the 2700 club so there you go Hmm. there's your update
0: yay yay um shout outs i don't have a true shout out i have more of a sirius xm does the checkered flags and black flags i got a black flag for fox for oh. their cringe worthy promo with Jay Leno and Kevin Eubanks during the Coca-Cola 600 broadcast in the middle of the race for Jay Leno. No, you know, I don't, I don't have an issue with Jay. I, I've got to go to the tonight show. You're a fan. Um, once I got to uh, see him uh, perform here at the Soaring Eagle casino. Once I like Jay, uh, but it just was so cringe worthy. <laughs> Clint trying to, to compete with a comedian was bad. Um, Mike joy trying to, I I don't know. It just was awful. And then it's Kevin out. Eubanks looked like he was just there as a tag along. He's kind of Jay Leno's skin tag, which is probably what it'll be on the show to begin with. <laughs> um, but Leno was just trying too hard. I don't know. It was just, it was just bad. So boo Fox for doing that. I, I, Fox, I get the wow. reason for it. They're trying to get some credit or get some, some uh, steam going for this. You bet your life that Jay Leno and Kevin Eubanks are hosting. Uh, and here we are promoting wow. it on the show because, they did this cringe worthy thing. So maybe they got what they wanted, but what an incredible uh, shout out where you just completely took
1: <laughs> Jaylen Leno behind the back shed.
0: <laughs> it was bad. Although Jay didn't have the best line of the night. Um, in that uh, Mike joy was talking about hanging out with the, these comedians in the booth. And uh, Jay says, the problem is is that you think they're comedians. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's a good line. <laughs> well done, Jay. Well done. Yep so all right uh, uh you got good. any any good positive shout outs this week james
1: uh yeah well i uh so i purchased uh srx the oh yes um oh so we didn't even talk
0: about srx as a
1: title sponsor James. i know we left it out of the notes because this is not an srx podcast no it yet. will
0: be soon though
1: it will be soon they're, when, when srx
0: overtakes nascar thanks yeah, to the S- marcus limonis camping world sponsorship
1: camping world uh series S- the camp world srx series yeah. um thank you marcus limonis for hopping on the on the train um, but I got the video game, Eric, and I refuse to take it off of legendary and, uh, <laughs> I'm getting my butt handed to me. It's not as easy as the NASCAR games. They actually did a really good job. It's, it's actually pretty fun. They got the midgets on there. The three Oh fives, uh, yeah. those are extremely hard to drive. And then, uh, of course the SRX cars are really kind of, they're actually kind of neat to drive. And I know it's not a simulation or anything like that, but right. it's fun. Um, but anyway, I, uh, I saw on Instagram that our buddy, we always, he always ends up in the shout outs, but Baron Speedway um he was had a picture of the game and i was like hey is that for xbox so we haven't played yet but nice. i'll let you know i'll let you know if we uh we hook up and and uh do some laps on uh, on the srx game so I, I know he listens to the pod so uh yeah man let's let's try to find some time to race if i see you on there i'll uh, i'll hit you up
0: so it's time james for us to reach out to marcus lamonas for sponsorship because he obviously has way too much money he's gonna put a million dollars into north wilkesboro he's sponsoring half the truck series drivers he's on the truck, the truck series. series yeah he's got the triple truck challenge now he's just throwing money everywhere he now is sponsoring the srx series eric he's got to have some money burning a hole in his pocket
1: well eric i, I would tweet at him or i have you tweet at him but you already um <laughs> you already burned it down man so we're not getting yeah. any of that marcus lamona's money sorry huh. <laughs>
0: yeah i i have many places i can go with this whole thing but i'll just leave it alone um good for srx to get the sponsorship uh good for marcus limonis to continue i am giving marcus a hard time but i do I, i i do like camping world if not for if for no other reason than the fact that they were one of the first places to stock rowdy energy drink um so that's cool uh but yeah, and he's doing good stuff. He, he's doing good stuff for sports. Doing good stuff for motorsports. He's,
1: he's keeping the sports that we yeah appreciate the most um, in business. And half the reason
0: bit. I'm ragging on SRX is just to get James's goat. Yeah. Um, and the other half is because I think it's just not going to be what we want. Well, it to when be.
1: Uh, when when Elio won the uh, Indy 500, yeah. man, I had I had ammunition in the cannon <laughs> for that one. I was like, <laughs> yes. Eric's been dogging these drivers. I know. I it,
0: almost man. messaged back. Willie T. Ribs was in the Indy 500. Yeah, Willie T. Ribs. I i had no idea
1: <laughs> oh man man oh man there's some uh, there, those guys could still drive there's some guys in there that can still drive i'm not sure about bill elliott but yeah we'll see. um yeah it's uh it should be interesting I, i'm i i've told you i'm excited for it they, the tracks that they're gonna run look like it's gonna be a lot of fun like knoxville and um slinger obviously is a lot of fun to me I mean, we never see cars race on tracks like that. <laughs> right? So Yeah, but you know um, why
0: that is, right? Hit me. They're not good tracks for TV. Uh, we'll find out. Hopefully. Uh, I hopefully hope they we'll bring see. in some extra lights and stuff for these places because that was one of the problems with the truck series. Well, and, and Eric, you know, there's a lot of talk about Nashville Fairgrounds
1: and Nashville yeah. Fairgrounds is on the schedule. So we're going to get a we're going to get a peek at Nashville yep. um, with some some serious cars here that, that got quite a bit of horsepower in them and um some guys who can really drive so we're gonna we're gonna find out
0: i hope it's okay. good i'm still not optimistic um james who do you play as in the game Do you, you race as paul tracy <laughs> or michael walter really is it paul tracy or michael walter oh
1: uh, i'm not allowed to use paul tracy i'm, still, I'm blocked on there too <laughs> uh,
0: your, your version of the game came without paul tracy in it
1: <laughs> no he's in there he's in there but i can't i can't there's there, it, there everything's grayed out with paul tracy Yeah oh man i can't believe it yeah was he he was on the broadcast for the 500 wasn't he quite a bit uh maybe i don't know yeah i don't
0: know i watched it on my phone because i was camping so
1: yeah i just uh every time i see him now i just think man i really ticked him off oh well
0: (laughs) good stuff stuff.
1: no i drive with uh, i've driven with smoke a couple of times and then uh i've got my own my own machine that i like to run so nice but i get my butt kicked like i said so it's not uh not been too good not been too nice to me lately
0: I did see they shared on their Twitter account, uh, or somebody did just recently, a picture of the shop and a bunch of the SRX cars being built. So, yeah, I mean, at least we know there's actual cars now. The cars are cool. They're all different colors based on the There's more than one. So that's good.
1: Yep. Yep. They're all colored up. And there's like, you know, there's one, there's a black one and a lime green and, and pink and purple and all sorts of stuff. So I think they
0: look janky, but whatever if they race oh. good i'll be happy there's no splitter yeah. on them sure.
1: the the thing is is they look like test cars with the with the gray that's the yeah. i think that's the thing that i take away it's like these look like nascar prototype test cars yeah but, yeah the wing uh, i know you don't like the wing but i mean it's a wing what are you gonna do yeah
0: yeah we'll I'm, pr- I'm sure you hated hated that wing in the cup series though didn't you i'm sure i did yeah yeah we're all right with it in this series because tony oh, stewart's sure. running the series if tony stewart would have come out and said man we need to keep this wing on this car tomorrow james would have been like wing I've all got, the way
1: i've got some diecast with some wings on them if you want to <laughs> do that but yeah i uh remember oh, we richard didn't put Credit- that in
0: the notes lionel's rais- raising their price for uh for diecast because oh, jesus yeah because yeah, yeah.
1: of supply well everything is going up man what are you gonna do <laughs> right i need to hey man richard petty won a lot of
0: races with a wing so yeah yeah whatever <laughs> and on that note, did he how many races did the Superbird win? I don't Superbird didn't race for very long, did it? Did the Superbird win quite a bit? I thought the Super I feel like they didn't race them very long. I feel like it's this it's this moment in history that's like epic, but it was like one or two races.
1: Yeah, I uh let me look, let me see. Let me see. This is how oh,
0: this is how we do things, guys. It's now, wanna... you, just for the record, there is video of this now. If you guys go to YouTube, um you can you can view of the podcast and you can look at james as he stares at his computer screen trying yep. to look this up well you'll be the... seeing me because the camera will be on me because i'm talking through it
1: <laughs> so the plymouth superbird won 18 total nascar races it wasn't in the series very long um 1970 it does have a daytona 500 on the uh on the list of wins but i feel like nascar was very angry with that this car existed yeah and, uh, it didn't it didn't last very long so
0: yeah, and not surprisingly, uh, rules were changed. It was a badass car, though. It was. It was. Um. So if if people want to reach out to you during the week and give you a hard time about SRX, James, how can they do that? At James Kush on Twitter. You can find me at T Super Speedway on Twitter. You can find the podcast on Facebook, facebook.com slash Speedway. Our website is TheSuperspeedway.com. You can find the podcast on there um, show notes, links to articles. We discussed past episodes. I'm trying to remember now if I posted the video on the website last week, I don't think I did. I think I just shared it on Facebook. Uh, but it's coming soon. You'll be able to find the video on there as well. You can find the, find us on YouTube as well. Uh, just search for dream bigger media on YouTube. That's the place to find us right now. I haven't changed the channel over officially yet, but all I had on there was uh, NASCAR stuff anyway. So that's the one I'm going to use uh, so that's where you'll find us there. Uh, find the podcast in Apple podcast, Spotify, Google play, Stitcher and SoundCloud where we found us today. We hope you subscribe and continue to listen. Or if you were on YouTube, continue to watch uh, as all the YouTubers say, click the, smash that like button down below. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, click the bell notification. So you're notified when there's a new episode, which is generally Tuesdays or Wednesday, uh, Tuesday evenings, Wednesday during the day for the video. Um, yeah, there was something else I wanted to mention but I don't remember what it was because that is how professional we are. Very good. Huh. I guess that's it. Uh, We go road course racing this weekend, mid Ohio for the Xfinity series Sonoma for the cup series. Nice to be back in California, Northern California uh, for some NASCAR racing on our, our traditional road course. I think you'd call Sonoma. Uh, We'll be back next week to discuss it, break it all down and uh, and continue on from there. I mean, I think we go to Nashville next, right? Yeah, it's coming up. Yep. I think so yeah good stuff uh join us next week as we discuss it and break out break down the road course racing until then everybody let's go racing